Oh, I've been reading his articles and tweets and uh, looking at his photographs and following along Adam Zivo, who's a correspondent and opinion writer as well at the National Post, and he has been in Ukraine um, during this conflict. And especially as we talk more and more about Vladimir Putin's efforts to uh, reduce morale by basically cutting off electricity and heat in the depths of winter. I wanted to do a bit of a pulse check and talk with Adam again and bring him back to uh, talk about day-to-day -day life. Adam, it's good to have you. Good morning. Uh, thanks for having me back. One of the big questions you had and we had this morning was whether or not you'd actually have the ability to connect with us. Uh, just how precarious are things for electricity, heat, and other necessities? Well, it depends. So right after a missile strike, there's usually a period of about three to four days in which case it's very difficult to find electricity and it's difficult to access the internet. Uh, the electricity is actually less of a problem because if you go to a cafe or to a restaurant, they run on generators and everyone's charging whatever they can at these spaces. Uh, but the internet is a huge issue uh, because Wi-Fi doesn't work. Uh, restaurants often can't, you know, run proper Wi-Fi systems. Uh, when there's power outages, uh, mobile data barely works and it's overused. So you find yourself basically being cut off from the world for, you know, a day or two at a time. So for example, yesterday when I was speaking with your team to arrange this, uh, I was standing outside my balcony holding my phone as far as I could uh, into the sky and refreshing my internet to try to get an email out to you guys to confirm that I could be here today. And I mean, how is morale just sort of the collective morale? What city are you in, first of all? Well, so I'm in Odessa okay. and Odessa is not as bad as Kiev or Kharkiv. We're in the south and we're right by the Black Sea. So the weather's fairly warm. It's about five or six degrees, whereas in Kiev, it's, you know, around zero or minus one. And in Kharkiv in the winter it goes down to minus 20. Uh, in terms of morale, people are resilient. You know, they find ways to adjust to this new normal or this winter normal rather. And they know what the alternative is. You know, they've seen what happens to areas that are under occupation. They know that in Hefeson, which is just three hours to the east, when it was liberated, we saw reports of torture and violence and, and arbitrary killings like we've seen in Izum, like we've seen in any liberated city. So as awful as the situation can be sometimes, uh, the Ukrainians don't let it get to them at all. They know that they have to persevere no matter what. And what does day-to-day -day life look like? I mean, people get up in the morning and go to work. It's, uh, it, it's always fascinating for me to see, like you'll post a picture of yourself going to the gym, which seems like a very sort of banal thing to be doing in a war zone. Well, well, that's the thing is that, um, you know, Odessa is about three, four hours from the front lines. So the lack of electricity is the main way that we're feeling the war. And what it means is that you don't have electricity for most of the day. So, for example, after some drone strikes on Sunday, we didn't have electricity in my apartment for two days. Uh, when things are better, we often, you know, have electricity, let's say, from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m., uh, you charge your phone at night, you charge your phone and your other electronics the moment you can, and then you go to work and you rely on generators there to charge your material. Uh, power banks and uh, flashlights have become invaluable uh, and people find ways to cope. Like when you go to cafes, they're constantly full of people charging their stuff and using the internet when they can. Uh, as you mentioned, I go to the gym, they use a generator and they rely on emergency lighting. The treadmills don't work, of course, because that takes electricity. But people find ways around this using generators and power banks and batteries. 
Is there, do you think, enough resolve to uh, to make it through the winter? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> like, you, you, we have to keep in mind that this is an existential question for Ukrainians, right? The, the war, like Russia's invasion here is based on the idea that the, like, the Ukraine is not a real nation from Russia's perspective, and they want to eradicate Ukrainian culture. So... Ukrainians, no matter how uncomfortable this may be for them, know that no matter what happens, they have to survive and they have to deal with whatever hand is dealt to them. And they don't complain. and They just handle the situation very stoically. Adam, good to have you again. Good luck. Thank you.